story I'm about to share is my experience which took place in my family's previous apartment way back in 2016. You see, we lived in an apartment somewhere in Kenta City, Philippines. The place was simple. It had a small kitchen, bathroom, bedroom, and a living room, which had enough space for the furniture and all, but we didn't have many things back then, so we decided to sleep in the living room. We set up our television and mattress. It was cozy. The windows were always open at night so the cold breeze could fill the whole living room. I arranged some baby pillows around my daughter one night. Looking at her while she was asleep was so calming. I caught her smiling, and I wondered what she was dreaming. Me and my partner Ray have been working in the BPO industry for years. Our body clock follow our usual shift schedules, so it's always been pretty hard for us to fall asleep at night. It was 2am and we were still wide awake, eating snacks and watching a movie we'd seen a dozen times. We then talked about the most recent accident that happened on the second floor. A one-year-old baby had fallen down the stairs damaged its head, fractured its bones, and was, of course, rushed to the hospital. I told Ray how sorry I felt for both the parents and the baby. I then got up to grab a stick of Marlboro Black from the box, but it was empty. Realizing we'd just run out of our mentholated sticks, I had no choice but to buy some from the nearest store. Yep, at 2 a.m. I dressed up in a white shirt and long shorts. Our apartment was in the third floor, so I still had to go down to the wooden stairs. I went to the store, bought the cigars, and headed straight home. Out of force of habit, I looked up at our unit as I walked past the cars at the parking lot just outside the building. I can see our terrace and front door. I then looked back down to watch my step, and when I almost reached the gate, I looked up again. There's this kid holding the terrace grill, so young and small. I even blinked to see if I'm seeing this right. Her dark black eyes were staring back down at me. I panicked. It was my daughter. She might have gotten out of our unit. I rushed upstairs, my heart beating so fast I could almost hear it. When I got there, gone. She was just gone, without a trace. I walked slowly towards our unit's front door, opened it, and there, saw my daughter still asleep and in the same position I'd left her. Did Althea get up? I saw her at the terrace, I asked Ray. He then looked at me with this puzzled look on his face and answered, What? Yeah, I just saw her, that's why I rushed in. The still-puzzled expression on his face clearly answered my question. I was about to get out to investigate when I reached for the doorknob. I realized, my daughter is eight months old. She still can't walk. And what's more, she can't possibly reach and turn the doorknob. The kid I saw was taller and older than my daughter. My heart was beating so fast, I knew what I'd seen. It was clear and solid. I couldn't say if it was pale white, but she was totally looking back at me with black eyes. Just black, no pupil, no conjunctiva, just black. I didn't even think about it at the time because my daughter has long eyelashes and it was dark. But I was somehow relieved, and I think it's better to be something else than my daughter, and no, I know what you're thinking. The kid that fell down the stairs is still alive. Months later, it's around 7 p.m., and I was preparing myself for work. Took a quick selfie, the doorway and terrace behind me in the photo. I uploaded it on Facebook as a profile photo. Soon after I uploaded it, one of my closest friends posted a comment. There's a kid behind you. I looked at the photo again. I almost dropped my phone. The kid in the photo is the exact same kid I saw at the terrace. Those same black eyes.
the picture frame. This story is completely true. It happened when my family and I lived in a house that had a lot of paranormal activity. This is just one of the many reasons we decided to move. You have to know the entire story to understand. This is just part of it. I have a husband and two girls. My girls were pretty young at the time, I would say four and eight. We had went on vacation and were returning home. Upon arriving, I decided to get the girls in the bath and cook dinner. I was walking back and forth between the master bedroom and kitchen, and that's when I saw it. A picture of our youngest on the top of our bookshelf had been completely turned around. Now, this wasn't like it had been tampered with and somebody just put it back haphazardly. No, 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 no. This picture frame was deliberately turned around to where the picture of my little girl was facing the bookshelf and the back of the frame was facing outward. Perfectly. I mean, it was neat. Straight. Placed back in perfect symmetry to the rest of the pictures and in the exact same spot. Just completely backwards. When I saw it, it took my breath away. My beautiful baby, there amongst all the other pictures, but hers turned around. It seemed so dark. I tried not to overreact. I thought logically. Okay. Obviously, it was the kids, but the kids couldn't reach that high. Not without a ladder, and they had not been on a ladder. And I mean, I'm with them every single minute of every single day. Next would be my husband. I found him. I brought him to look at the bookshelf. His reaction, he gasped too. I don't think he meant to. He's not one to overreact. But like I said, it just seemed dark. He said he didn't do it. And I mean, what motivation would a loving father have to do that to a picture of a child? I know it wasn't like that before we left for our vacation. It didn't take me long to spot it. It would have stuck out like a sore thumb. No one had been in our house. We had a security system, so we literally knew no one had been in our house. We had been feeling paranormal things for a while. It had literally gotten to the point where I would shout and say, Stop it! when something paranormal would happen. Pictures fell off the wall all the time. Footsteps could be heard all the time. My kids were crazy scared all the time. Dreams, visions, sightings, you name it. I began to think that whatever it was was targeting my kids, and I was ready to get the heck out of Dodge. This was my final straw. I finally talked my husband into it, and mixed with a few other things going on, we decided to sell. Since then, nothing. My kids are happy and aren't terrified. There have been almost zero paranormal issues, aside from the lights turning on twice, which could have been caused by nearly anything electrical. My house is peaceful. I never really realized how terrified I was in that house until I got out. I'm so at peace here. It's amazing. The Ghost Horse This was told to me by my mother. She is from Silhet, Bangladesh. This takes place when my mother was a child. She and her family were visiting one of her grandma's homes. The whole family was getting together after a very long time. Some of them had visited each other's homes in between the last great gathering, but there have been a few who have not seen each other since. As is usual for Bengali families of that era, her family, both immediate and not, was quite large. Luckily for them, my mother's grandma's farmland was quite big and had a few houses on it and a worker's house when they used to have workers helping them tend to the crops and animals. The area had other farms and forests close by. At this time, none of the farms had electricity, and at night, especially on moonless nights, you couldn't even see the end of your nose. Candles, lanterns, and torches were used to light, and though they were good for giving some light to a small room, they were not really good when you were moving from one house to another on the farm, other than to give you enough light to see that you were not stepping into a ditch or heading in the right direction, 
following a well-trodden path. The day was merry and joyful, with meals served, snacks, games being played, and much talk and banter. Everyone was talking about new happenings in their lives, new members of the family, and so on. As the day drew to a close and night set in, it was about time for people to head to sleep. Everyone arranged, or managed to snag one themselves, a bed. The only people left without a bed were my mother's three brothers. They were all older than my mother, and were teenagers. Unlike the others, they had kept playing games, and turned in later. They had nowhere to sleep. Their grand suggested they sleep on the floor, to which they said they didn't want to sleep on the floor because it was dirty. To this, their grand replied the only place that had a bed which they could use was the old worker's home. This was a little cut off from the rest of the houses on the farm, but they said they'll take it. Their grand warned them that they won't get a good night's sleep. She said that the workers that had stayed there complained they couldn't sleep. They told grand that in the middle of the night, they would hear a horse running past the house, and the house itself would shake along with the bed, and they would fall out. My uncles laughed it off. They'd heard plenty of ghost stories, and that's all they ever were. Ghost stories. Nothing more. They washed up, lit a lantern, and made their way over to the worker's house, making sure they followed the path and watched their steps in case there was a snake or other animals they might see. When they reached the worker's home, it wasn't really much to look at. I don't clearly remember the description, whether it was made of sticks or mud, but I think it was a little dirty, and there only remained one large wooden bed, a table, a few candles, and lanterns. The bed seemed clean enough to sleep on, and so they put down the mosquito covering and got into bed. They talked for a few minutes, and then fell asleep. My youngest uncle woke up first. He wanted to go use the bathroom, which is why he got up. As usual for the time, the bathroom was not attached to the house, but outside. The bog was closer to the main house than the worker's house. As he was getting out of bed, he heard a faint noise. At first, he couldn't ascertain where it was coming from, as it was quite faint. The noise seemed to be getting louder and closer. It sounded as though something was galloping outside. The noise was getting louder and louder, closer and closer. My other two uncles woke up. As the noise got close, the candles on the table fell and rolled off the table. Then the tables, the bed, and the house started to shake and tremble as if an earthquake was happening. All the while, the galloping noise became unbearable. The house was shaking, the bed was jumping, and it knocked my uncles out of bed. They didn't say it very clearly, but it sounded like a giant horse was running by the house. Just then, the noise started to die down, as if whatever was making it had galloped past the house. My uncles picked themselves off the floor and got into bed. They felt scared, but didn't want to venture outside. Tired, they started to drift back to sleep, and that's when they heard the faint galloping sound again. They shot wide awake. Again, the table, the bed, and the house shook as a galloping sound passed the house. My uncles, now wide awake, scared and trying not to fall off the bed. And just as before, the noise died down as it started. The galloping thing had passed. Only this time, my uncles were too scared to even try to sleep again. The galloping sound, the shakes, and my uncles trying not to fall off the bed repeated a few times that night. By the sixth or seventh time, my oldest uncle lost his fear, and anger took over. He wanted to sleep, but he couldn't. This thing running outside was keeping him from it. So... His plan was to get out of bed and head for the door, saying to himself that whatever it was, he was going to beat it to within an inch of its life. My other two uncles, scared, tried to stop him. They held on to him as another galloping round was being made. The shaking of the house made them lose balance and fall to the ground. This enraged my older uncle even more. 
The others were trying to calm him and keep him in the house. After all, if this thing could make the house tremble, knock them off their beds, it was unlikely an enraged teenage boy could stop it. And so they spent the time being tormented by the noise until dawn. When it came, they wearily got out of the house and steadily and cautiously made their way back to the main house. When they came in, their grand said they didn't look like they slept well. Then they recounted what had happened. Their grand said it was probably a good thing they didn't go out and face it. She said it was a large ghost horse and would probably have taken one of them back with it. 